Hello, thank you for joining me again once today. This is, like I said, Thoughts, Sounds, and Creative Miscellany. Today I am just going to read some scriptures. There are several here, so this will be a bit of an extended reading. And before reading, let us pray. Illumine our hearts, O Master, who lovest mankind with the pure light of thy divine knowledge. Open the eyes of our mind to the understanding of thy gospel teachings. Implant also in us the fear of thy blessed commandments, that trampling down all carnal desires, we may enter upon a spiritual manner of living, both thinking and doing such things as are well-pleasing unto thee. For thou art the illumination of our souls and bodies, O Christ our God, and unto thee we ascribe glory. Together with thy Father, who is from everlasting, and thine all-holy and life-creating Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. The first reading today is a composite. Proverbs 10, 3, 8. The memory of the righteous is with praise, and the blessing of the Lord is upon his head. Blessed is the man who has found wisdom, and the mortal who has understanding. For it is better to purchase her than treasuries of gold and silver. She is more precious than precious stones, and all that is precious is unworthy of her. For length of days and years of life, are in her right hand, and in her left hand are riches and glory. Out of her mouth proceeds righteousness, and she bears law and mercy upon her tongue. Hear me, O child, for I will speak noble things. Blessed is the man who keeps my ways, for my ways are the ways of life, and in them is prepared favor from the Lord. Therefore I pray thee, and utter my voice, to the sons of men, for I, wisdom, have dwelt with counsel and knowledge, and I have called upon understanding. Counsel and safety are mine, understanding and strength are mine. I love those who love me, and those seeking me shall find grace. Understand craftiness, O you who are simple, and imbibe knowledge, you who are untaught. Hear me again, for I will speak noble things. I will open my mouth, and from my lips shall come what is right. For my throat shall meditate truth. False lips are an abomination before me. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing in them that is twisted or perverse. They are all straight to him who understands, and right to those who find knowledge. I shall instruct you in truth, so that your hope will be in the Lord, and you shall be filled with the Spirit. The second reading is a composite also, Proverbs 10, Wisdom of Solomon, 6, 7, 8, 9.
The mouth of the righteous bringeth forth wisdom. The lips of the wise man, no grace. The mouth of the wise speaketh wisdom. And the truth delivereth them from death. If a righteous man dies, hope doth not. For the son of the righteous is born to life. And in his own good things he acquireth the fruit of righteousness. There is always light for the righteous, and they obtain grace and glory from the Lord. The tongue of the wise is a good sister-in-law, and in their hearts resteth wisdom. The Lord loveth the hearts of the holy, and acceptable to him are all the undefiled in the way. The wisdom of the Lord illumineth the faces of the wise, for she takes hold of those desiring her by making herself first known to them. She is easily seen by those who love her. He who rises early to seek her shall have no difficulty, and those keeping vigil for the sake of her shall quickly be without sorrows, for she goeth about seeking those worthy of her, and graciously revealeth herself in the pathways. Against wisdom evil doth not prevail. Therefore I was a lover of her beauty. I loved her and sought her out from my youth. I desired to make her my bride, and even the master of all loved her. For she is an initiate in the knowledge of God and a discoverer of his works. Her labors are virtues, for she teaches temperance and prudence, justice and courage. Nothing in life is more necessary for men than these. And if anyone desireth much knowledge, she knoweth the things of old, and beholdeth things to come. She understandeth turns of speech, and the solution of riddles. She has foreknowledge of signs and wonders, and the outcome of times and seasons. She is a mediator of good things for all, for immortality is in her, and glory in the company of her words. Therefore I appealed to the Lord and prayed to him, and said to him with all my heart, O God of my fathers and Lord of mercy, who hast made all things by thy word, and by thy wisdom hast fashioned man, that he should have dominion over the creatures made by thee, that he should rule the world in holiness and righteousness. Give me wisdom that sits by thy throne, and cast me not away from among thy children, for I am thy servant and the son of thy handmaid. Send her forth from the heavens, from thy holy abode, and from the throne of thy glory, that she may be with me and instruct me in what is pleasing to thee. And she shall guide me in understanding, and preserve me in her glory. For the thoughts of mortals are miserable, and their intentions likely to fail. Next reading is Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 4, verses 7 through 15. But the righteous man, though he die early, will be at rest. For old age is not honored for length of time, nor measured by number of years. But understanding is gray hair for men, and a blameless life is ripe old age. There was one who pleased God, and was loved by him. He was caught up lest evil change his understanding, or guile deceive his soul. 
for the fascination of wickedness obscures what is good, and roving desire perverts the innocent mind. Being perfected in a short time, he fulfilled long years, for his soul was pleasing to the Lord. Therefore he took him quickly from the midst of wickedness. Yet the peoples saw and did not understand, nor take such a thing to heart, that God's grace and mercy are with his elect, and he watches over his holy ones. From the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 9 through 16. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep, but a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming, and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. From Hebrews chapter 13, verses 17 through 21. Obey those who rule over you, and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls, as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy, not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Pray for us, for we are confident that we have a good conscience, in all things desiring to live honorably. But I especially urge you to do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verses 17 through 23. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with the crowd of his disciples, and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem, and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. Then he lifted up his eyes toward his disciples and said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven, for in like manner their fathers did to the prophets. Now from James chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things, if anyone does not stumble in word, 
he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are so large and driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. From the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verses 11 through 23. And Jesus went into Jerusalem and into the temple. So when he had looked around at all things, as the hour was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response to Jesus, said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. So they came to Jerusalem. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry wares through the temple. Then he taught, saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of thieves. And the scribes and chief priests heard it, and sought how they might destroy him, for they feared him, because all the people were astonished at his teaching. When evening had come, he went out of the city. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots, and Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Thank you for listening, and if you want to uh, hear more uh, from the archive of podcasts I have on my website at kappa.love, please go there to uh, listen to the most recent episodes. You can also listen on your preferred um, podcasting service. I publish podcasts to anchor.fm 
and those go out to all the other major platforms from there, including iTunes and Spotify and several others. There's a list also on the website of all the different places that uh, you can find this podcast. And I also stream live on YouTube when uh, recording episodes. You can find me there. Just search, like I said, L-K-I-S-A-I-D. And I will be with you again tomorrow. Thank you. Have a great day.